Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Will Battenson enter the cave? We've got a Swamp Thing review, non-spoiler, here in studio. And James Gunn finally answers the question of, is the new Suicide Squad a reboot? Sort of. Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. (laughs) Killing me. There are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created... I see four. Legends of the Where? Universe. Four-ish. Four-ish? Well, I do count as two people. Thank you for not doing a Super Friends, uh, or Super Twins, Wonder Twins. Because you hate what I do. Because I always screw those up. Activate form of... Oh, don't. Toilet paper. Don't even. <laughs> she always does this and she tries to form inanimate objects. She can't get the simple formats of an animal. Form of... Polynesian people. No, I thought you were going to be form of Paula Dean there for a second. I I just screwed that up. So form of elastic bands. No, still no good. Uh, (laughs) Hey, everybody, welcome to DC Movie News. Here we are today. Do you recognize this paddle? Sure, everybody's been here before. We have someone uh, very close to our heart. uh, Big fan of the show. Uh, how would you classify yourself in your relationship to this show? I'd like to say f- fan of the show, friend of the show. Fan of the yeah. show. Fan and friend, baby, fan and friend. The middle man in the middle. The magic man in the middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Johnny. Johnny got brought me in today fr- remotely from Florida. Ricky Magic Man in the Middlesworth? Ricky <laughs> Magic Middlesworth XL is here with us. What's up? XL. <laughs> I feel like nice, Magic, nice man to be back, the, guys. magic Man in the Middle makes him sound like a little sleazier than I want him to be. I'm okay with sleazy. Why, magic man in the middle? I don't know, but you keep talking so I can tweet out. Uh, so, <laughs> also, you know her as the crown jewel of the DC movie universe. She's also on 971 different podcasts and YouTube shows weekly. We're happy to have her here today. Roxy Stryer is here. Hey, I'm really starting to feel those 926 shows that I do every week, and it's showing under the bags of my eyes, baby. It's showing there. <laughs> What are, what are we looking at? I was just looking at the strange phrasing. I looked over on the whiteboard over here, and is someone a pregnant? Which I just, I don't even know what that word in the middle is. Okay, I think the A is actually part of... To- oh, is Tawanda. Tawanda pregnant. Oh, is Tawanda pregnant? Because I thought it said, is Tawanda a pregnant? Oh. Never mind. That's a different show. We got a lot of shows here at After Buzz uh, and Popcorn Talk. Yeah. And all Tons that of things of going out of the studio. Lots you of things. You know what noise probably doesn't sound good in people's ears? When What's I got- that? That's probably not a great night, right? Uh, I'll tell you, Didn't Tony like Robinson thinks Roxy looks hot. So Really? Well, i got to tell you, I'm going to be uh, removing an article of clothing very, very soon because it is 95 degrees in here, so maybe I'll look even hotter. I've been working on them arms in the gym, baby. Oh, let's go. see them I got guns. them guns. Let's see them guns. So uh, if, uh, if uh, you know... Uh, yeah, who am I? I don't know. I'm here. I'm Adam Gertler. I'm here as well. Good to be back talking DC. Um, do we have a lot of news this week? What do you guys think? I think we've got legitimately more news than we 
got in months. Oh my goodness. Okay. We have so much stuff to talk about. This is a great time to be a DC fan because finally we are coming into our own and we are showing everybody we are taking risks. We are taking names. We are taking form of toilet water? I Tray of ice cubes. A tray of ice cubes. Yes, you form a tray of ice cubes. I'll form a pterodactyl. See, we just we just gender swapped and now we got it. Yeah, baby, yeah. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Okay, we have a lot to talk about. Not a ton of time because I was late. I apologize. It's fine. LA traffic. I was at a meeting. I was also consuming. Uh, my buddy's got this place called Boo Boo's Breakfast and Burgers or Boo Boo's Birds and Burgers. No, he's got a place called Brecky. It's like a Postmates delivery only. I had a blue corn waffle with fried Fried chicken and cheese and an egg and like a maple mayo thing. Oh, that would slow anyone yeah, down. Yeah, Chef Eric Greenspan Holy is crap. doing like these delivery only concepts. Wow. He's a great chef, and um, we were meeting with him for hey, a collaboration for Doc House. I need more sausage, please. Oh, I'll get you in the sausage. Um, I have run out. I've eaten all of your sausage. Uh, the last shipment you gave me was a lot, but and I took it all. I will get you uh, more. But I, are you around this weekend? <laughs> I'm having a barbecue I, on Sunday. I, I am working, but I'm hoping to make it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm hoping to oh, make it. Oh, I did invite it. you. I, I, got okay. a, I got a text evite, which I liked. Yeah. I like that text cool. evite situation. Glad it works. Okay, guys. We're not here sausage. to talk about my barbecue that you can't come to. Uh, unless you're my mom and you're listening, you are still invited, mother. Um, <laughs> first of all, so um, this is actually great timing because, you know, I would say that the, the Pattinson backlash for me... I didn't think it was as bad. Like, anybody whose opinion I kind of respect has been pro-Pattinson. How long have I been... And I was so upset I wasn't here last week. How long have I been pushing Robert Pattinson as Batman? Since the rumor you were on board for it. I I have been saying this for six months now. And I had already seen all the backlash to me saying it. So I wasn't surprised by any of this. But I agree, Adam, that the people who have seen his indie movies in the last seven years... Or pro Batons. Yeah, and when I say people I respect, I mean like real critics, real people who study film, not just like, you know, fanboys and fangirls that are reacting emotionally. Like, and you're allowed to have an opinion. You're Anybody allowed is. to have an opinion, but some people's opinions are more valid, you know? Like, I'll trust a doctor's opinion more than someone who's not a doctor when it comes to my health. It's not as much as I think that they're more valid, it's that they're more educated in this field. Again, so, I use the doctor analogy, you know? If, you might have a. Uh, you know. If you are a fanboy who has seen all of Robert Pattinson's recent movies, then I, w- I agree with whatever you think you're allowed to feel. But if you're a fanboy who has only seen Twilight... Or fangirl. Or fangirl, who's only seen Twilight, why do you get to speak about him as an actor? I mean, this is just so boring by now, the whole... Tor- uh, tiki torch reaction, yeah. you know, on the internet. There was something circling around from uh, back in 1989 when when there was a petition. People, you know, uh, yeah. typed and, yeah. and mailed to Warner Brothers to to get rid of Keaton. I mean, it's just you're not original anymore. No, so you're not the, original. The reason I say the timing is kind of great is because this guy is in a movie. Right now, uh, with Willem Dafoe, is it? Lighthouse, I believe, yeah. at yes. Cannes, and getting rave reviews for. So that, that's just like another thing. Like, not only is he, his recent work been great, but he has things that are going to come out way before we see him as Batman, where 
he, you know, he's going to be in like awards consideration potentially before any of that even happens. And again, right. I want to clarify for the people at home: we are recording this podcast on May twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. It has not been a hundred percent declared that he is going to That's be right. Batman. It is just under the way that we are right now. We believe that he is going to be Batman, but he has not put ink to paper yet. So we are working off the assumption that he is Batman, but know that we are taping this uh, in real time. Yes. Yeah, so while Promoting the film uh, at Cannes, Pattinson basically said, I'm only talking about Lighthouse, not talking about anything on the bat, right? Pattinson is mum on the bat. Warner Brothers executives uh, responded to one of the major trades and said, we do not have a deal with Robert Pattinson, which does not mean we don't want to have a deal with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Or we're not mm-hmm. working on a deal with Robert Pattinson. It just means in the current state, nothing has been signed. It would be ludicrous for Robert Pattinson to comment on a deal that was still being discussed. If the deal was dead, he would say, I'm not Batman, it's not happening. It, or if the deal was going sideways, maybe you have that Hail Mary thing where they try to put some disinformation out there. Yeah. The fact that he's so mum, and the fact that the Warner Brothers guy says, we don't have a deal, uh, leads me to believe that this is pending. This is in very it heavy negotiation right the now. The deal is on the table, yeah. Uh, the fact that he says, I can't talk about it. Do either of you have an opinion, obviously this would just be an opinion, as to what the sticking points yes. or what some of that details might be? I think it definitely doesn't have to do with money. Because what we've seen since Twilight has been gone the last 10 years, he's paid a pretty penny for that. And he has taken movies for close to nothing because he believes in the art. And I think that if he was going to be trying to just make a paycheck, he would have taken something else by now. So I don't think it has to do with money as much as it has to do with what we've seen him do on these other projects in the past decade freedom creatively, making sure that he likes it. I know he wants to read the script. Uh, and when I say yeah, apparently I know, he hasn't read yeah, it, right? So yeah. that, or that's what's being that's reported what right now. So yeah. I think that he wants to make sure, because don't forget, Warner Brothers has to be smart here. They're not going to sign him to a one-picture deal. This has to do with how many movies mm-hmm. he's going to be signing on for, which I'm guessing they need at least three-movie commitment, if not a five-movie commitment. It has to do with that. It has to do with creative freedom. It has to do with making sure he likes the current project that Matt Reeves is bringing to the table, and I think has absolutely zero to do with finances. Yeah, I mean, I think that this is all very normal, and maybe we're just dissecting it because we were in that. Sort yeah, of, we we want it now. Yeah, and he's also on a press tour for another film. Uh, but with with the amount of time that they've taken on this movie, how many stages this movie has gone through from Ben Affleck directing to Ben Affleck starring to Matt Reeves to now Ben Affleck gone, like they're they're taking their time, which I think we should all feel very good about, grateful for. Yeah. Josh Herrera, so work on the deal. Josh Herrera in the chat says, "I know Rock." Roxy wants Pattinson, and I'm happy for her. Thank well, you. that's very nice that you're happy for her. <laughs> I'm not interested in Matt Reeves' The Batman without Batfleck. Just doesn't seem needed since Affleck is reason the solo movie was added to the slate. Okay, I have a couple of things to say about that. First and foremost, if you're confused on what the live chat is, don't forget you can find us every Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Popcorn Talks YouTube page, and you can actually join us live there, and we'll read your comments and discuss them. Number two, if it's not Robert Pattinson, it's still not Batfleck. So remember that with whoever is cast as Batman, he... He is not on the right. table. Ben Affleck yeah. is not on the table for this project. I love Ben Affleck as Batman. He's not going to perform in this movie. So we can't compare Robert Pattinson because it's no longer on the table. 
Yeah, I mean, we, I think we have to understand how different this movie probably is now at its current st- status versus where it started at. Like I said, all those different stages. Like, you know, I too, I get what that guy's saying. I, I mourn Ben Affleck's Batman. I, I feel he did not get what he deserved. Mm-hmm. He had so much going for him. He could have been his solo movie could have been amazing. I agree. But we are in 2019, and that's not happening anymore. We- and people need to let go, and they don't own that. That possibility of that movie anymore. This is where we're at. I really think if those first couple of movies had gone better, he'd still be doing his movie. Like For I sure. really, I don't yeah. buy as much as. And the he more really distance we have, yeah, I don't think it was about him not cracking the story as much as. No, that's the. It PR was a toxic version. environment at that point. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You like where do you go from there? You can't erase what the public has heard in the trades. And uh, the, yeah. Oh, uh, we mentioned that there are petitions to stop Attenson from happening, just like there. Are pe- Petitions to remake Game of Thrones and petitions to get a solo too, and petitions to not have a solo or to have had it removed from the canon. Um, a lot of people petition. I I don't know that people really know what petitions are should be used for. That's what I my big issue is. <laughs> this is what started happening. Also, this this past year, people started using, or in my life at least, people started using GoFundMe's <laughs> to fund their birthday parties. You are you are unclear on what this is for. My friends who are getting seriously injured or parents are in the hospital and they can't afford their medical bills, that's what a GoFundMe yeah. is for. Or if you are an artist and you're creating something, that's what a Kickstarter or is for. Are you referring to the people who've raised $10,000 for Comic-Con to release the Zack Snyder Zack Snyder cut? <laughs> I mean, it, it's ludicrous. This entitlement has to stop. I, I am so ashamed to be living in a yeah. time where people are signing these petitions yeah. for work that is not their own. What you're saying, Adam, you don't know what a petition is for. Look mm-hmm. at what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. Educate yourself. And I'm not saying you have to be on one side or the other, but whatever you think about what's happening in Georgia, Alabama, think of fight for whatever you yes. believe in there or or the world or I mean T- today, a prime minister stepped down, and it wasn't trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like wh- what's happening with the planet? That the petition is trending for Game of Thrones, and the petition is trending yeah. for Battenson. I mean, this whole culture is so toxic, and it's so gross. And like you said, like, or like I said earlier, you know these these people feel like they own these properties, and they they honestly need kind of to yeah. get a life and, because and it's listen- not your identity. And and this sort of like picket fencing, uh, or, or, or picketing outside these studios and expecting them to like listen to your DMs, like this whole internet, like we have a say in it. Like, what do you want? Do you want another movie that's made by committee? That's what we no. do in Justice League. Yes. Well, you know? Ricky, you know I've been to your place, or at least your old place. Yeah. I've seen your Batmobile. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that you, as a fan, have some degree of ownership over the property? Uh, I think it's a stretch to say that. I feel like I'm a consumer of those properties. Mm-hmm. And you're allowed you to know? dislike it or like it. Yeah, I can, sure. I have, can have an opinion. All those Game of Thrones fans can have an opinion, but it's a whole other thing, this like petition culture of we want to change, we want to rewrite, we know better than you, we know how to make movies, is like, where do we go from here? I don't know what's happening with it. Han in the chat says the Snyder Cut petition, half of money is for charity. How about you give all of the money to charity? <laughs> And don't give money to a petition for a cut. That, that's not even the worst one. I mean, though. what printing all of those signs, all the costs yeah. for printing—that's going to change someone's mind at Warner um, Brothers. If this petition thing had been as in full effect when the Dark Knight was being made, we never would have gotten Heath Ledger. 
So remind yourself right. that. We need to let these movies get made in a vacuum and let artists tell their versions of these I, characters. I agree. One very yeah. popular artist, Edgar Wright, likes the idea of Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yeah, he does. Uh, he he actually tweeted out in support, as some people are doing right now because of all of the backlash. And if you have a big enough name in this space, uh, then I think it's important to do. He just tweeted, here for hashtag Arbats. <laughs> you know what nickname I tweet. like? I saw someone use the nickname, nickname Patman instead of Battenson. I like Patman. That kind of works. It's very uh, Pac-Man, though. Oh, For okay. some reason, it makes it feel a little Pac-Man That's, to me. Yeah. Pac-Man. All right, Pat-Man. chat roll. What is the yeah. better... Just one less syllable, I, like I guess. It. What is the better nickname for Robert Pattinson as Batman? Is it Pattinson? Pat-Man? Or Arbats. Right Arbats, yeah. Arbats? Yeah. <laughs> that, that looks like Billy Batson but, right there. I have, that partial, looks like, yeah. I have partial dyslexia also, so this, to me, look like, <laughs> looks like Brats. Mm. Sure. So. <laughs> Guys, I'm starting a GoFundMe for Roxy's partial dyslexia. Thank you, I need it. Um, there's also rumors about the villains for the Batman to include, but not perhaps be limited to the, the villains we saw in Batman Returns, Catwoman and the Penguin. Guys, what do you think about the inclusion of such characters? I'm not as up in arms about it as other people seem to be. Uh, we've seen many iterations of many of our villains and many of our heroes, and I'm okay with a Penguin, Catwoman, would it be my first and second choice maybe not i mean we've been hearing about the penguin thing for a while for a, now. A, a since long josh gad was my, tweeting about it and my opinion he still is yeah. tweeting and yes. my opinion is is the story good great yeah do it um you know i thought when i first heard the rumors and again just rumors um i was like that's really weird but then when you hear that it's actually there's multiple multiple villains in there then that all of a sudden not as weird rose yeah. gallery yeah it's interesting about. that those two got the headline it, it, it is yeah. it is um and and i would like to see you know a focus on some villains that we've never seen before in the film as well but you know the way that the film has been described as a noirish i picture this Detective's progress, and in that, and you, if you look at a noir detective film, there's always the beats of that detective meeting with different people. Some people that were former villains, but they give them new information about this upcoming case. So, it's very possible that he could have that very, yeah. um, you know, undefined relationship with Catwoman, right? Like where he's pressing her for information, or maybe she's onto a lead, or maybe he busts her, but he's really in pursuit of a bigger, more maniacal threat, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of that? Yeah, sure, fine. Again, like you said, story. Uh, I love the idea that we're getting a new Catwoman. As much as I thought Anne Hathaway was was great, I don't think that was definitively Catwoman. And I think maybe this is a great opportunity for that. I think that the... one of my favorite things that we saw on Gotham was their Selena Kyle, mm. even though it, it was she. I don't know if we can exactly say Catwoman because mm-hmm. she's a little kid, though. Yeah, uh, and the idea of of the Penguin too, this sort of you know uh, grotesque uh, you know heir to a, a rich family. What ha- that's in maybe political life now? What kind of things yeah. could we <laughs> use to have some sort of socio political revel- re- you know relevance and, and, to today? I don't know. Pretty much guarantee that the penguin is going to be more of a nickname than the sort of spot-on flipper-bearing Danny DeVito that actually employed an army of penguins, including giant (laughs) ones. So I don't think it will be as on the nose as that. 
probably something between like a real crime boss and what we saw in Gotham. Here's a question I wanted to ask you guys. I was thinking about today, and I'd love to hear from the chat roll. We've heard some rumors that the Batman movie might take place in the 90s. Now, while we've heard that the DCEU is not focusing on coexisting in worlds, we've certainly seen that Wonder Woman, Aquaman have acknowledged... The Justice League films. You're gonna and ask other about films. the Joker film in the eighties if this might N- well not necessarily that, but more I'm I'm suggesting that do you think Matt Reeves just wants his own Gotham Batverse and not necessarily something that will cross over with a Green Lantern? I think that he doesn't have to know the answer to that when he makes this first movie. My I know that's an unpopular is, opinion. But. I hope it's a contained Gotham story because I just personally my opinion is that Batman works best. In, within Gotham, and not necessarily Batman in space and with supernatural aliens. And I, I, I agree with you, and, yeah. I, and I wonder if, if people out there agree or disagree. It's like, as much as I like it in cartoons and stuff, I think Batman yeah. needs to be the most spectacular thing in his world. Yeah. He ceases to be as great on film for some reason. I know there are stories that have lots of heroes, but in a world with Superman and Green Lanterns, Batman becomes a little less special. Yeah. In well, a way. I think smaller story. I mean, as great as the whole Avengers arc was, I think smaller stories can be really where DC excels, and that you know the, those more contained, um, smaller threats can be better stories. Okay, I I think that maybe. Maybe it should be self-contained. I know in the first movie, I don't think we need any kind of reference, cameo, any kind of thing like that. So. If, if that's what it will be, it will be. And if somehow, because there has still been speculation, and I don't, I'm not in this camp, but there's still been speculation that Robert Pattinson would be playing a younger Ben Affleck, mm. uh, which I don't think is what's happening. I don't think they should. I don't do think that, they yeah. should do that either. But I wouldn't mind if somehow, some way, in this first Batman movie, we don't get references. In the second Batman movie, maybe there's more of a tie-in. In a third Batman movie, we're tied in, and then ultimately one day we have a Justice League. Now, I'm talking about a 15-year plan, yeah, so yeah. don't don't hold me yeah, to I that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a long time before yeah. we see a sort of shared superhero team-up movie. But I wouldn't mind, and I don't think we need to decide to be, that today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that if you do set it in the 90s, you kind of don't have to answer that question. And that's what's good about that, because in the current Aquaman films, in the current Wonder Woman films, there is a Batman in that world. Whether we see him or not, we've seen him. So yeah. even if you don't reference him, he doesn't not exist. And yeah. then if you set this other movie in its old time, but then the weird thing about that becomes, then you have the Joker timeline, the Reeves timeline, and the Justice League timeline, or or world all kind of happening yeah. at the same time. But look, it's comics, and we see that in comics, that, right? That's yeah. my criticism going into like the next era of DC films, is that it feels like Swiss cheese because we still have like leftovers from what was and we'll wait what about that and now it seems like maybe the the Flash movie's falling apart yet again and you know it just it just doesn't feel What is our update with Ezra Miller's script? Oh wow that was like the last update I heard was that or that the other filmmakers left or something Mm -hmm. I I think it's such a bummer because like Ezra Miller's like he's such a a presence and and, uh, you know like you see him at the Met Gala Mm -hmm. and like the press eats him up and he's just you know, I know he's not he's not Grant, but I just thought he would have been such an interesting, especially as a queer uh, person, to see a superhero movie led by another queer person. Uh, you know, Marvel seems to be going that route. It just it feels like a lost opportunity. I absolutely love Ezra Miller. Yeah, I don't like his portrayal of Barry Allen. Yeah, uh, so I agree with you in theory and in concept that that is really important and interesting. 
I just think that this movie, Ezra Miller starring in a Flashpoint originally movie, just to me was always like, what? What are we even Flashpointing? Yeah, they shouldn't do Flashpoint. Uh, so at there were so many other issues. My issue is not with him leading right. a superhero movie; it's with him leading that superhero mm-hmm. movie that didn't make sense to me uh some some stuff going on in the chat pyronucleus says i want it to be a contained but perhaps relate to the 80s joaquin phoenix joker mm-hmm. that would be interesting if that somehow we ended up having a, a bat the batman 2 with joaquin phoenix joker battinson bat yeah age-wise it doesn't quite makes sense but i doubt they're they're planning it like that i, I feel so like either. they're just like this movie we'll yeah. see how this does wait for it to be released see how people react to it go from there which they should be doing yeah. I, I think so too anyway that that's my hope and um they're certainly giving it enough time to let all the batflex stuff die down and, and yeah. like i said this is us this is not the public at large People are just going to be lining up for another Batman movie when it comes out, I think. For sure. Um, leaving the bat for a moment, uh, Zack Snyder revealed that Zoe Saldana was actually... Zoe Saldana was up for Lois Lane. Yeah, this was interesting because I think uh, Amy Adams has both super-duper fans of her as Lois Lane and not as much fans of her as Lois Lane. Uh, just out of curiosity, did everybody's headphones just cut out when you did that thing with your phone? Oh, did I? Mine. I'm good. Okay, so it's just me then, and we'll barrel on through. So I think that because of of that, uh, and because of Zack Snyder wanting to maintain in in the uh, his image in the public eye all the time, news keeps coming out. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, I, mean, I, I I think that if you have problems with Amy Adams' uh, uh, portrayal uh, of Lois, I feel like your problems are probably with the writing. So that is me. So I, I have a huge problem with Lois Lane right. in those movies. It's not Amy Adams. So, yeah, with Zoe there, I think we would have had the same issue. Cheryl, I don't know if it would have been the same, I, though. I, I, Zoe brings something so different to the character, even though I love Amy. Yeah. I think with Zoe, it would have uh, possibly been different. I think they would have had she's to got, write things differently. She's got a spunk that maybe Adam Amy Adams does. Yeah. A little, yeah. A little, a little more edge. Amy yeah. is a great actress, but she plays a lot of her roles in that place, you know? Yeah. And, and and again, I'm just so ruined by the Margot Kidder portrayal, which I would argue affected the way she was portrayed in the comics and the cartoons for a long time after that. Yeah, yeah um, I agree with that. But even Lois Lane... But it's 2019 now, so we have to update. Right, but even the Lois Lane in the 50s, like, there were just certain character traits, and part of that was, like, I know, I know like, Spunky sounds, like, a bit diminutive, but, like... She had pluck, and there was yeah. also a humor to it. And it was humorless, which were a, a lot of people's problems with a lot of the Snyder stuff, is that it's dour. Yeah. And that it doesn't... It could be dark, but he, 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 he has difficulty riding the line between dark and dour, which... Agreed, but let's be honest, this is one of the best things that ever happened to Zoe Saldana's career, considering she did not get this, and then had Guardians. She's got nothing. So, she does not have a lot going on. Pretty she's got sure a couple of Avatar films, a couple of yeah. Avatar films, a couple Marvel movies. I think she'd make a great Catwoman. Not that she could, oh but because yeah, uh, she she's still in with. I think she was the Marvel. first woman. I think Maria Menounos told me this that Zoe Saldana was the first uh, woman to have three major franchises. She's killing is, it. Yeah, what's the third one? I'm forgetting the, the third one. Tra- uh, Avatar, oh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Oh my yeah. god. Trek. Yeah, yeah. She's having a terrible career. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but that's a pretty cool title to have. I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody else in smaller roles, but she's got pretty it's, major. Uh, major massive roles in those um, yeah in all of them Ivan Soto says Lois in Smallville was the perfect Lois Lane 
Mm. I liked her. I liked her. Too. I liked that Lois a lot. I liked her too. Um, but we had more time to live with her. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's hard to compare. Um, Patty Jenkins is, you know, speaking about the release of Wonder Woman 84, a lot of us knew that this film went right into production, and then for some reason it got pushed like almost a year. Uh, we have to wait till next summer. We're not even officially in summer. Crazy. And Patty Jenkins is, is, is uh, having some words about it. Well... I think we can play this Twitter video, Ryan, because it's on Twitter, not on YouTube. Uh, it's in the rundown with the the link. But essentially, we find out it, it got pushed because of her, Adam. It's not for some reason it got pushed. She pushed it to get pushed. They listened to her. And now she's kind of bummed that she actually did that. So this was on uh, coming from at Wonder Woman 84 HQ's Twitter. Uh, and she's, you can hear from the, the woman, woman herself. herself. Yeah, absolutely. From Patty Jenkins. Talking about this. Uh, number one, you're working on the sequel right now. Yeah. Can you tell us anything about that? Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you and us both, Patty. So you and us both. All the entire time that we were making the movie, I was lobbying because they were wanting to move it up much earlier. And I was like, you guys, summer got to be the summer of 2020. Like, it's got to be. And that was what I always wanted. And now, like, I've just screened a, a version of the film. And now I'm like, oh my God, can we move it back up again? <laughs> Dying to release this film, but of course it's good and it's fine, but it's frustrating to have to wait. Nah. So I think that's a good sign. It sounds like she's just really excited yes. as you know, it's uh getting reactions from whoever she's screening it to. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that this is this is all positive, except I understand when yeah. you're proud of something, the frustration of now having to wait a year. Plus, you know, it's one thing to hear like producers and directors see in writing how excited this is my best work, I'm excited, but just seeing the the honest glee and that answer and that response just made me yeah. immediately at this moment I'm more excited for this film than I've ever been before yeah I, I mean agree. when did they wrap production so long ago oh. it's not even summer 2019 yet yeah. but again a lot of effects we so have it's a whole expected, other year but, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, then she also was talking she did some more talking this week Adam she was mentioning why specifically 84 I know we've asked on this show many times about we we got the 80s overall but why and that's because Wonder Woman is competing on the 1984 gymnastics Olympic team. Yes. How, oh, so you read the article I about the, the Olympics? I read the article. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course I did. Yeah. So this is this is her quote. She says, "All I can say is that 1984 itself is de- definitely very evocative to what's important in that movie and resonates with right now. I picked 1984 for a very specific reason, uh, which." <laughs> We, we're not privy to, but she goes on to say, I think it was uh, the pinnacle of success in the 80s, in my opinion, because it's before the market started to get a little more struggling as the 80s went on, and it was like the top of the top. It was such an incredible time. I feel like there's something about the excess of that period of time, which is so linked up to where we are in the world right now that it's set there for a reason. That's all I can say. So it seems like there's probably more of a reason. A lot of people are showing the George Orwell book cover of 1984. Mm. Uh, so. Some people have pointed out also that there's like, you know, the last Star Wars film, which could have cut into it if it came out this winter, I guess. What was it? Do you remember when it was originally slated to come out? I thought it was November this year. Was it, I wasn't thought it was it? November or, as October well. October or something? Yeah. I, does anybody know in the chat world? Do you I'm remember? pretty sure it was. I thought it was November. Yeah, so I, I don't sure. know that it would really, like, Star Wars would affect yeah. it that much. But, I mean, yeah. I, I will say that waiting that long is certainly going to build up the anticipation. Like, it's going to have a tremendous opening. It'll do huge, huge opening weekend. For you guys think it was we'll December get a... 13th, 2019. Oh. oh, 
well then. Okay, let me say it was set for December 13th, 2019. It was then moved to November 1st, 2019. Right. And then it was removed to June 5th, 2020. Oh, I mean, same thing. We were looking at that with Aquaman. Aquaman seemed to do pretty well, right? Wasn't up against. Yes, but it was not up Star against Wars. Star. It was up against Bumblebee. It was up against Spider Verse. It was up against. I'm mixing up my years. Yeah. yeah. So it was up against trans, uh, tons of things. Sure. Mary Poppins uh, it, in terms of Disney, it but it was not up against Star Wars. It pretty much slayed them all. Um, yeah, that would have been awesome in a world in which we had the Joker movie in October, <laughs> then Wonder Woman in November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the post Endgame, you know, like they're taking a lot of time between the next Marvel movie after the Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of time there to get a bunch of DC films yep. in there. Um, we have uh, George Clooney, who's uh, often, you know, joked about not uh, being in a great Batman movie and bat nipples. And he's like, very it, fair about it. He's fair about okay. it. He said that he also recommended that Ben Affleck not be Batman to him. Uh, but now he's pretty much saying that he wasn't a good Batman and the movie wasn't good. But that picture is a good looking picture. Yeah. Hey, uh, say he what said, you will about those Joel Schumacher movies. The production design was pretty slick. And I don't think George Clooney was a bad Batman, but he, here's what he said. Now, fair deal, I was playing Batman, and I wasn't good in it. It wasn't a good film. But what I learned from that failure was that I had to relearn how I was working. Now, I wasn't just an actor getting a role. I was being held responsible for the film itself. So it's a good lesson to learn and a hard way to learn it. I mean, it's pretty incredible that, you know, 20 years later, he's still apologizing for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Poor guy. Poor guy. I mean, he's fine, but, yeah, poor yeah, guy. but it's interesting. he's still apologizing. If that movie would have been successful, I wonder if his the roles he did would have been a little different. Because yeah. his career did go a different way. Like, he was heading up that ladder to be the blockbuster guy. And then he went a decidedly indie route after this. That's right. But yeah. I think a, a route that really showcased how talented he is. Oh, and... You know, I don't know that he regrets it, but yeah. it, it is kind of interesting. And you know, you, you mentioned before about Pattinson and not about the money, but I guarantee they are signing a deal that will bring the guy all the money in the world. Totally. Like he's done these indie films, but if you're going to sign on, especially to do two, three films, you're going to make sure he's going to get paid. I agree. I just don't think that they're fighting him on that. I don't think he's saying, "Can I have an extra couple hundred thousand dollars?" And they're saying, "No." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think that they're giving him what he needs there. I'd like to be able to keep a Batmobile, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's what it came down to, that'd be that's everything. That's what it is, yes. I would like to keep a Batmobile. That's my Pattinson. Uh, Levi. Zachary Levi thinks that he could play back Adam, I guess. I don't know why were somebody asking him if... Uh, okay, so they didn't ask him this. Here's what they asked him. Which villain, would, what's your dream villain to play? Uh, uh, and he said... You know, they said you've played heroes in both of the universes, and so he kind of, it was a bizarre answer. It is. Is it just because it's he the said, first answer that came to his mind? He said, I'm king of already Shazam. Um, I'm king of already Shazam, though. Whatever that kind means. of already Shazam? It says king, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> for a minute, I thought if The Rock was ever like, you know what, I'm too busy and not going to play Black Adam, I was like, you know what I could do? They're supposed to be twinsies anyway, just different stylists. That could be kind of cool, you know, because I'd get to play the really dark version of myself, essentially. So it, he had more logic to it, but also no. 
No. But also, no. But that was funny because I, I heard uh, John Campoia always used to talk about, and people were always like rumoring, like, this is going to be a swerve and that The Rock was going to play both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like him echoing mm-hmm. that thought. Um, and he's uh, he also was saying that uh, Shazam would beat Flash in a fight. I mean, which is unexpected, which is, you know, expected, expected. because it's his character. He, he clarified. He said, do you mean a foot race? They said no. And he was like, oh, I, of course. Yeah. And then he said, much love to you, Grant Gustin. And then said, and also Ezra Miller. Love to both of them. Uh, But it was uh, funny because he started with Grant. um, So do you guys, uh, what do you guys think about this sequel talk about um, Shazam? Like there has no sequel has been announced. The the movie made okay money, maybe not breaking the box office. Do you guys, uh, what do you guys think? I have an unpopular opinion about Shazam. I was I, one of the few people uh, who couldn't stand this movie. I wanted to walk okay. out. And so okay. I have no interest in a sequel. Oh, I thought it was terrible. You broke my heart. I'm sorry. You broke my heart. I thought You're it was really to. poorly done. I think, <laughs> I think in terms of the sequel question, because obviously I'm a huge fan of this, even though it financially did not break records, it did well enough. And critically, Adam, this movie did did so well that it's really important that they do a sequel because what DC needs right now is that gravitas and I think people would get excited about this and there would actually be a second wave of Shazam people if there was a second one who would go see the first one again Mm -hmm. so right now when you think about Wonder Woman Aquaman and Shazam you think all three critically and uh, financially somewhat successful movies. So why not give them all sequels? If there's any sort of world or universe I hope is contained within DC, I hope it is Shazam. Because (laughs) part of me was really nervous leaving that movie. I'm like, you know, and seeing how they got great reviews, I'm like, is this going to be their standard now? Is that... (laughs) Is this the is this the tone that the movies are going in? I I hope not. That's just my personal opinion. I hope that's its own. You know, create a trilogy there, but please don't don't think that that's what this DC fan wants in all of his I other movies. I think that's part of the reason why they set it up at New Line too. Yeah. So, so that even though it does exist in a world that obviously has a Superman and a Batman and all that this. embarrassing headless. Cameo, if you can call that Superman, uh, that did bother me. <laughs> I think I think it's fine. Not my favorite part either, but it's fine. That was just such a uh, a, um, a a blaring sort of we fucked up, but we're doing this. We we kept it in the movie anyways, and it was just such a, a time capsule moment of of that the the cinematic universe and where it was at at the time and what a mess it was and why would you keep that in your movie if you can't have his face in oh, it? Oh, I didn't think it was that bad, and also he's such a big part of the movie. It wasn't just a one moment. We mentioned him so many times, and uh, I think that, that was a little nod to the fans. I, obviously, if Henry Cavill had walked out, I would have flipped out it would have been way better even if Gal Gadot had come out and had taken on that mantle but that would have been better it wasn't it wasn't too bad (laughs) yeah it would have been better because you teased the Superman cameo the whole movie and then if you had Gal Gadot walk out as one woman with like a tray of school lunch yeah oh that would have been awesome Um, uh, I guess Levi also compared working with DC versus working with Marvel yeah this was a strange thing because people were like which one did you like better and he was like uh I had a dope character. That's in not a fair DC, question to ask. So not a fair question. DC. So that's like the one where I was waiting on the set all day until they killed me, <laughs> or the one where yeah. I had the whole movie. Yeah, pretty much was his answer. Um, okay, guys. So here's uh, the moment you've all been waiting for. James Gunn commented on whether or not his Suicide Squad movie is uh, a sequel or not. 
And what he said was not very much. He kind of did, yeah. He kind of didn't say anything. He He said, you know, these terms are all so narrow. Uh, There are so many terms. It is what it is. You'll see it in two years when it comes out. I think the word that we should be saying is, it to me, less of a sequel and reboot, more of a redo. Because if you have these same actors that are reprising the roles, but it, it's going to be so clearly vastly different in tone, bless <laughs> you, uh, it sounds like it's a redo. I'm going to go on record saying what I think this means. I'm going to read the tea leaves one more time, and I really hope this happens. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, and then we really do kind of have to move on to TV time after you talk about what you want to talk about. I believe what this means is that, yes, you're going to have characters redoing their roles, but I think a lot of them are going to die. I do think we're going to see the death of the original Suicide Squad, or at least part of those members. Yeah. And I think that creates a world where the stakes are super high for this new team. I think Amanda Waller probably stays the same, but what a great way to get the most of both worlds, right? So you think Jai Courtney's coming back just to get his head blown up? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yes. I think it would be great. I think that's a great thing to do, and and it's very James Gunnian. It's kind of meta. We started off with a great mission with the old team, and then we kill them all, and that creates a real Suicide Squad where we know this is a dangerous place and to maybe be. it means i'm killing the previous movie so erase that from your mind on the meta kind of, level yeah. it does that too <laughs> and it all that fits in, in in my mind with james gunn's sort of uh um, you might be right yeah so that's what i'm, I'm calling roxy yes there's a couple of things i just want to inform people of really quick we don't have time to comment on them but just because we are dc movie news dc super pets is actually getting pushed back to 2022 we uh, just lost all of our viewership people are really pissed they're, off right they're, now. they're furious another story i definitely wanted to make sure we shared with you guys Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman cosplayers got engaged at Motor City Comic Con. It was really freaking so adorable. Very adorable picture. Uh, and I, I loved hearing about that, so that was great. I also saw Brightburn. Why am I talking about Brightburn on DC Movie News? Well, because it's a dark Superman story, even though it's a Sony property, and uh, they never mentioned Superman. It's written by the two Gunn brothers that are not James Gunn, but produced by James Gunn. Right. So, what are the names? Brian and Dan. Dan and Mark. Mark and Chris. Two, two very names like that. Uh, this movie is, I'm noticing, not getting the the praise that I thought it would previously, but to me it was spot on. What you see from the trailer is what you get in the movie. It is exactly like that. It's a dark Superman story that I did like a decent amount. I did not love it. It's nothing to write home about, but I thought it was cool. For me, it was the right amount of gory and dark. Mm-hmm. For major horror fans, they didn't think it was as creepy as they wanted it to be. Again, this is general opinions, but I think it's worth seeing, especially because we might not get a Superman movie for quite some time mm-hmm. now. This is definitely a weird take on that and uh, something that I enjoyed that they even swung for the fences with. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool that they did something like this, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I definitely think it's worth a watch. Uh, and Elizabeth Banks is amazing. Okay, well, I'm going to check it out. And that's all we have for movie news this week. But before we get out of here, we, of course, have to take it into Roxy's own personal cave. Yeah, baby. It's time for Roxy's drives, TV time. All the girls think Johnny's fine. Adam's cooking so divine. Ricky, this could be like in the beginning of the Batman TV show where, like, Batgirl is on. Like, we'd have you on the Bat Cycle and it would just go across the screen. Just the episodes I'm on. I always that would be great. loved that. It was like, because the thing is that I knew she was going to be on, and I got so excited. And my little prepubescent self. All of our CWDC TV shows are coming to a close with their finales. We had episodes of Supergirl, Legends, uh, and uh, The Arrow, and... um, and 
uh, Flash have already gone. So check out AfterBuzz TV for your coverage there because we don't have time to talk about those. Uh, but I did see something, and Adam, I can't even believe I, I managed Ooh, to not share this, with you. This hurts me. Guys. I I saw Swamp Thing. <gasps> but here's what you're gonna like. I did not. It's amazing. Ah! Swamp Thing is amazing. I saw the first episode. It looks amazing. I can only talk non-spoilers right now, so Ugh. don't worry. I'm not going to mess it up for anybody. I was extremely concerned going into this because every week on this show, Adam, it seems like a new thing comes up about cutting episodes, complications with actors, all of that. This show was awesome. So above and beyond my expectations. Adam, I know for a fact you're going to love it. I'm not questioning wow. it at all. They, they do such a wonderful job setting up this real scary feeling and they take it so seriously that you have to be invested in it. The performances are incredible. Uh, there was a couple of people whose faces popped up. I was like, wow, they bring a lot of gravitas to this show and wow. I didn't even realize they were involved. It's Awesome. It's who's, awesome. Who's doing the After Buzz Swamp Thing show, and how do I get on it? Uh, you should get on it. You need to hop on it. Okay. It's awesome, Adam. Um, Ricky- Adam, as a Swamp Thing fan, the, the trailer seems really like like horror. Great. Yeah. Does that... Does that- it, yeah, is that I, I, I love accurate? I love the angle they're taking with yeah. it. I, it always had a creepy horror element, yeah. and the ones I've read, I mean, I'm most familiar with the Alan Moore stuff, but I, I mean, I was first introduced to the Wes Craven directed yeah. film from the 80s, like, and it was scary as a kid. Yeah. I've always been attracted, I talk about monsters all the time, I love a monster that is also a hero. I love yeah. Frankenstein, Hulk, you know, Swamp Thing, this misunderstood, not great looking hero, maybe, because, I don't know, as a kid I always related to it, so I love it, and I thought that that Wes Craven movie was so cool. I always talk about he gets his arm cut off and then he reaches for the light and he regrows his arm. I mean, it was very primitive for the time, but it it, it ingrained the character in me. I want to ask you guys. Yes. The next thing we know that is going into full production or is that a shooting now on DC Universe, correct me if I'm wrong, chat roll, anyone else? Titans 2. Titans 2? Yes. Yeah. Anything greenlit after Titans 2? Has Doom Patrol been greenlit for a season so, 2? So, no. Doom Patrol has not been greenlit. We know there's been season casting for Star... Season finale was amazing. It was excellent. I haven't seen it yet. There, we know there's been casting for Stargirl, uh, and that that show is supposed to be happening. That Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn show is supposed to be happening. I would hope Doom Well, that's Patrol- animated, and that's already wrapping. That's already yes, done. We've yes. seen the teasers, right? Yes, but we don't know... I don't believe date. Well, be, are you are you alluding to the fact that Warner Brothers is starting their own App. streaming platform? These are the rumors that first happened when we heard about Swamp Thing getting yeah. suddenly cut from 13 to 10 and being told that it needed to wrap up its, its series, because everything that I've heard about the quality of the show seems really positive. It's excellent. And it seemed like... Just even the way that the actors were so surprised, yeah. it seemed like, whoa, what's going on? And it would also seem to me that the even the actors and even some of the production people would not be privy to the fact that if this is what's going on, they wouldn't necessarily have to tell the pro- people making that production yeah. that we don't know if this, if the universe is going to be around in a year it or two. It would be such a shame because, like, especially watching the season finale of Doom Patrol, that show was so incredible, such an art piece to me. And, and it, it's, it's my favorite show it, on yeah, TV they right can, now. don't get to continue that... that Universe would be a bummer. I think, think though, that even if Warner Brothers is starting this app, we would move our shows over there. We're not going to just cancel all of our shows. Yeah. Well, just someone else is funding it. I, yeah, I, I guess the only, if they're successful. What I'm waiting for to put uh, a hole in this theory would be another thing being green, greenlit because 
right well, now. Well, Titan right. season two, does that not make you feel No, because that was already in production when we got this news of Swamp Thing. Right, and that's the yeah. last thing. And so I know we're getting Titan season two. But if I hear like, Doom Patrol is, is greenlit for season two, then that's going to have me asking questions about what happened with Swamp Thing again. But until then, right. I feel like there's a line in the sand with what they're putting in production. Because Doom Patrol, by all rights, it's so well regarded, and it is one of the best things, like you said, on TV. It is really an enjoyable show. Okay. Um, I don't know. That, that's what I'm thinking right now. Am I yeah. crazy? What do you guys You're think? You're not crazy, but I think that we will be okay, because I don't think Warner Brothers is going to scrap all DC TV shows on their streaming platform when they're being well regarded. It, even it, Titans was well regarded, even though well, it was And you have favorite. to remember, a platform like Netflix is still not profitable to this day. They're just Hemorrhaging money until they start making hugely it. not profitable. Apparently, so, you know, you you'd hope that DC would really, you know, stick it out there, let, like stick stick with it. It, 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 it's true. Like you, you, for, you think about a thing, something in terms of being profitable. Something can make all the money in the world, and if it doesn't make a profit, it's still losing money. Like yeah. you can make a billion dollars, yeah. but if you spend a billion and two, you've lost money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. True. Um, okay. Well. Anyway, regardless, the reason I, I see that as a positive is even if that is happening, and I hope it's not, it means that the Swamp Thing series is going to be good, and I'm really looking forward. Adam, I cannot wait. You're going to be so happy. Ugh, I can't wait to talk about it on yeah. here. I just think the the, the DC TV world. World on DC Universe is far superior than the CW world, and I just hope that they develop and focus. I know that's controversial. No, I don't think either needs to be superior. No, it's not enough for me. They're I'm both, with you. Yeah. They can both exist at the I same time. Hope, yeah, yeah, true. I, I've, I've fallen off on a lot of the um, the CW stuff. I, now I have time to catch up, but there's just so many other shows happening up on all of the networks and all over the genres that just take priority. I don't want to spend all my time in front of a television. When you got stuff like <laughs> yeah. Chernobyl over here, you got the boys coming on Amazon, like there's a lot of things competing for your eyeballs these days. It's crazy out there. Watchmen, that will get your eyeballs. Watchmen's definitely going to get my eyeballs. Uh, I hope my eyeballs want to stay on the Watchmen, um, but it's certainly going to get them. Um, and that is all. I know, Ryan, you sent me something about what uh, Batman last night. I know the comic that's coming out. Do you know anything about this? Ryan, no. our producer in the booth right now. Um, it looked really sick, Ryan. Do you know anything about like what, what, that? That's an Elseworlds thing, right? Is it like the the last night in the world or something like that? Exactly. Yeah. The, the trailer actually has Batman walking around holding a chopped off Joker head, and there's hard rock oh, right. music playing in the background. Oh, I thought he was holding like the lantern thing. Like, I, who, no, that was the Joker's head. The Joker's head. It looked Are like you a shitting lantern. Me? Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Um, <laughs> so they did one of this. So this is a comic. It's a 48 page prestige. It is going to be the last or the last teaming for some time. Between the, the superpower team of uh, Scott, Scott Snyder, Snyder and Greg Capullo, uh, so that's coming out. And there is a cool animated trailer. You know, sometimes they'll do like a comic sort of animation. So check that out. Um, and Ricky, what would you like to tell people here as we wrap up? Uh, you can find me at Ricky Middlesworth on Instagram. Thanks for having me, guys. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me everywhere at Adam Gertler. Uh, go to Doghouse. Grab a wiener. Happy Memorial Day weekend. I hope you're grilling. I hope you're with loved ones. I hope you're having time. I hope you enjoy your Monday off. And I hope you join us next time on DC Movie News. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.